Welcome to Whoop Dan's Dogs in the Den show, your weekly insight into the fastest sport on four legs. I am RI, my partner in crime is JC. Welcome back, brother. Good to be here, Rich. Yeah, two from two last week. They were very short, but that's okay. You just wanted to get get some runs on the board. You did that, so thank you. We had to. We had yeah. to. Back in black. Yeah, very good. Um, huge night at the Meadows last Saturday night. Some are calling it the nightmare at the Meadows. We're going to unpack everything that happened there. Let's go and have a look at the show rundown. First up, we're going to have a look at the Fantabale Heats. There was two of them. Then we'll have a look at the Fantabale final, Mark, which is on this Saturday night. Then we're going to move and unpack the four semifinals of the Australian Cup where all that carnage that we talk about happened. Then we'll have a bit of a look at the um, Australian Cup odds. Then we're going to move on and talk about the rookie rebel. JC will give his tips. We'll wrap it all up and move on for another week. Now, I keep talking about this carnage at the Meadows on Saturday night. Let's have a bit of a look at what actually happened. So... That's the market for the Australian Cup that we looked at last week, JC. Mm. Talk to us. You got three of the top ten in betting left after what happened in the Meadows on Saturday night. Yeah, there was shortages in uh, big red ink pens across Office Works. Mm. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of red ink there. Um, Alpha Zulu, Morton, and Tim Zoo, the only survivors from the nightmare at the Meadows. Yeah, cool. All right, we'll talk about that more a little bit later. Let's get into the Fanta Bale Heat. So first up, Heat One, and it's one by Zulu Blast out of box six. Talk to us, JC. And what happened away. here? Yeah, he was brilliant. He began really well. Uh, just got outgunned to the first turn by the eight dog here, Asana Bale, and shuffled back a little bit through the field. Uh, as you can see here, the stripes, Leonard Jinx, a South Australian runner, she was heavily supported, probably purely just to join inside Zulu Blast. I thought he was really good here. I thought this was a career best run. Uh, he has gone faster in the past. However, he really had to fight for this one. He was very gritty mid-race and towards the end of the race. Uh, I think he's got to be very competitive in the final. Lena Jinx, she's just a very awkward dog to watch. Um, she has as much padding as an NFL defensive back with her track leg tapes and whatnot. She just runs wide there on the home turn. Uh, and Moraine Susie in box seven flashes home late there. Not sure where she's at in her career. She's either carrying a niggling injury or, or could potentially be disinterested. Um, she's a lot better bitch than that. She's a group one winner. And, and to be frank, she really couldn't pick her legs up against fifth graders. So uh, big question mark. The jury's out with her future. All right, let's keep rolling to the second of the heats and we watch Palawa King. They're already talking that this might be the run of the year. And We're watching Palawa King box King three already out of the out of the television. Yeah, he was uh, brilliant once again. Uh, very similar run to his run in the Zoom top and running third to Valpolicella and Zohar Bale. Uh, Drill Sergeant was brilliant here. He was fresh two weeks between runs. Uh, hasn't been seen since running second to Valpolicella in that Group 1 Gold Cup. Uh, he just got a bit tired here late, but he'd have to be one of the most improved greyhounds um, across Australia. Australia. He's come from the clouds. So here uh, comes Palawa. From the clouds, yeah. literally. And um, I love this bit here where you were talking about where it shoulders these other dogs the other way. Let's watch it right about there. Bang, cop that. Wouldn't it was, be sweet in horse racing, but in greyhounds, it's congratulated. It was a bit like watching uh, It was a bit like watching the Canterbury Friday night meetings. you got J-Mac um, in the Canterbury coffin trying to extricate himself out and Palawa King timed his run to perfection there and he's going to start a very deserving favourite in the final. Yeah, Awesome. Let's keep the momentum up. Let's have a look at the market now. So we had the box draw today and there's already a market up. Talk to us about what you see there. Yeah, well, Palawa King is the deserving favourite. He should be cherry ripe, third up into his preparation now. Zulu Blast put in a career best run considering circumstances last start. So he's got to start a very warm second favourite there. Leonard Jinx, South Australian, is the third favourite. And then Drill Sergeant, the dog that led up Palawa King in that heat, uh, will be the fourth favourite. So... Um, 
I think with Palawa King, you're not really betting on him. You're just mm-hmm. betting on luck. And an old timer once said to me, if you're betting dogs like Palawa King, you're better off going to the casino and trying your luck on the roulette table because mm-hmm. he's going to get a long way back. It's it's easy enough to to, uh, to map the first 50 metres of any race. However, he doesn't even get into the picture until the 400, 500-metre uh, 400, mark uh, and you just got no idea what type of run he's going to get. I'll probably go Zulu Blast just purely at the better price. I think he's boxed well out in the six. The seven and the eight shouldn't hinder him early and I think he can get on the outside of Drill Sergeant. Drill Sergeant's the massive um, – well, the dog that Zulu Blast needs to ping out. Mm-hmm. He needs to cross the one. If he does, Zulu Blast gets outside him and should put him away down the back. Palawa King will flash home, but another Kanye West flashing light probably. Awesome. Okay, it's going to be an exciting race. I'm really looking forward to it. Let's keep rolling. Let's move to the semifinals of the Australian Cup. There were four. Yep. And we're going to start with the only result of the night that was in the punter's favour, and that is Morton jumping from box two. Yeah, it's the best he's stepped all year here, Morton. He was really impressive. Um, It was imperative that he did do so because the dog in box three, Storm Stroller, is a very, very hard railer. Uh, He missed that dog early. Once he found the front, it was game, set, match. Alpha Zulu began as well as he did in the Tem Lee. Uh, He just got turned 90 degrees by American Queen, the dog in box four on the first turn. He finishes off very well here. Um, and the dog outside him, a Punga Reward in the seven rug. He's a very strong dog, nice young dog coming through the grades. So I thought Alpha Zulu did very well to fend him off late. Uh, Morton set the benchmark for the night, running 29.53, if you don't mind. That's as fast as anything's gone recently. Um, and was, yeah, by far and away the fastest qualifier. Yeah, he's going to be favourite, obviously. We'll have a look at the market in a second. Let's keep rolling. Semi-final two. We're looking at Mapunga Smokey from box three. Yeah, Tim Zoo here in the red steps a lot better this week. Past the, bo- past the buck, sorry, in box five, the yellow runner here plays a, a massive role in the success of Mapunga Smokey. He was just able to begin fast enough to hold the outside dogs out, which led to Mapunga Smokey sitting on the shoulder of Tim Zoo. Uh, this dog's very underrated, Rich. When he gets it his own way, particular sitting, particularly sitting outside runners, he's very strong late. As you can see, he gets better of Tim Zoo, uh, and they both qualify. So I think it's imperative for Mapunga Smokey to um, just get left alone initially and, and get to the outside of runners. Yeah. I keep saying imperative. I think it's because I'm next to you of Imperatrice. Imperatrice, yeah. Correct. She did very well on Saturday, by very the way. Well. Um, okay, let's keep rolling. We're going to go to semi-final three. And this is probably the most interesting one of the night because Explicit, the new boom dog on the scene, everyone thought he was virtually unbeatable in the final. Well, he's not even going to be in the final. No. He was very disappointing in this race and they say that he's he pulled up lame or um, so... <laughs> Yeah, anyway, let's let's roll away and we're looking for the winner, which is Fernando Phil from Box 4. Yeah, correct. As you mentioned, Explicit was backed if unbeatable. Just couldn't replicate his brilliance in the Tem Lee. Fernando Phil crossed him early in the piece, replicating his uh, father, Fernando Bale. Same markings as Uncle Mao rightly pointed out and he let rip down the back straight. He was really good. Uh, launch coach just worried Explicit out of it. He's obviously pulled up in the washout that he's got sore wrists and the bit of a tear in his back muscle or whatnot. So I guess hopefully he can be up and running for the Golden Easter Egg and, and the Sand Groper. I know he's selected for that race, so good luck to everyone involved there. Uh, I guess we'll just find out what happens there. But, yeah, Fernando Phil, uh, take nothing off him was a huge win. Yeah, another one of the double-figure odds winners. And we're going to move to the last semi-final four. We're watching My Magic Man out of box seven. 
Yeah, it was a messiest race of the night. There's a lot, lot of buffering happening here. Um, Kane Bale misses the kick from box four. A uh, really important point in this race. My Magic Man just beats Scalacci to that first turn, which was pretty much game, set, match. From there, Scalacci was never really going to run him down. His best asset is his speed and his, his mid-race um, burst. My Magic Man holds on here. Um, a few people were saying <coughs> Fab's vegetable was ridiculously unlucky. I think that's hard um, to say. Obviously, he gets chopped out for a run there, but you can't turn a blind eye to the fact that he was last on the turn. Um, they've bunched up. He's got an unimpeded run through the rails to sit third. Um, yeah, if he had the bad luck reversing the other way, he wouldn't have even been a runner home. So mm. uh, my magic man, he's got to inject a lot of speed into this race uh, or in the final. And, yeah, hopefully someone got on him at the 101s. Mm. Having a little spruik rich. Yeah, and a couple of dogs that failed in this race are going to go around the Rookie Rebel. So we'll have a little bit of a look at them later on. You're, you're frothing over the Rookie Rebel, aren't you? Yeah, riding a big future stick on Cane Bale thanks to, a few, thanks to a few people sleep at the wheel on Saturday night. Excellent, excellent. All right, well, let's keep rolling and let's have a look at the market now after the box draw as well, which happened today for the Australian Cup. There it is. What do we do? Yeah, well, there's plenty of speed in this race. I think that was the main theme across the heats. Um, Fernando Phil... Really fast dog out. Uh, Scalacci has been stepping better his last two starts. Launch code has speed. My Magic Man is as quick as any dog currently. And Morton obviously begun really well there. I think the big winner from the box draws was Tim Zhu. Uh, if he had a drawn out wide, he's probably close to the double figures in a race like this. Uh, however, box one, the supreme box one, brings me to the second favourite. Morton here and Alpha Zulu, I think they're the two dogs to be with in this race. I thought whoever drew inside each other would win the race. Um, Morton now drawing just inside Alpha Zulu uh, looks really well suited. My Magic Man could potentially give him a nice cut into this race. Thing is, the class run of this race with the probably the most, yeah, probably still the most upside is the youngest dog in this race. Yeah, yeah. Morton yeah. for me. Yeah, yeah, great. And uh, friend of the show, Jason Sharp. Be great to see them winning. Cheering very loudly. Hopefully, yeah, Mad yeah. Pie supporter. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> Let's move to the Rookie Rebel. So it's an invitation race over 600 metres. Let's throw that up on the screen. There it is. Why are you so excited about this race? Oh, I just love hand-selected fields, Rich, because uh -huh. it brings the best of the best. doesn't matter what code it is. Um, we've got the best 600-metre dogs in the land lining up here. Fast Minardi, the Tasmanian, draws the red box, and he's been the massive mover in betting. Hector Forley and Kane Bale, they both drop out of that Australian Cup yep. semi-final. Back to this Rookie Rebel, uh, they're both... Pretty much identical right now, um, especially Kane Bale early in his career. He's pretty much doing exactly what Hector Fawley did. Um, and then you've got Raiders Guide in Box 8. He's an absolute freak. Succeed uh, can be hot and cold, um, more so intent-wise, but he's a freak and uh, as he's stomping. And, yeah, Father Rick, he's $13. He's won, I think, six of his last seven, Group mm. Group 1, Group 3. So mm. um, probably not a Group 1, actually. He won 100000 a race, sorry. But that's that's more than some of the Group 1s these days and age. So... Yeah, great race. Really yeah. looking forward to it. And we should just clarify, when you, we talk about the invitation race, the Australian Cup, to get into it, you have to either run first or second yep. or be one of the f two fastest thirds to get in. Correct. And so as we see, a lot of these dogs that people think are better than other than some of the dogs in the Australian Cup didn't make it because things didn't fall their way on the night. Yeah, well, to be frank, those dogs are better than the other dogs, mm -hmm. but it doesn't just work out like that. Box draws play a massive factor. Um, and some of the dogs that we saw red lines through, they just didn't get the box draw, they didn't step well and race is over. There's a lot of dogs um, that can run 2970, 2980 on the bunny. doesn't matter if they're fifth grade or a group one standard. They're very hard to run down. Yeah, fantastic. Let's keep rolling. Let's get your tips, mate. How many tips have we got this week? 
We've got four. Ooh, I like yeah. that. I've, uh, Confidence is back. Well, yeah, now we've got some, something to play with. Yeah. We've got to strike and strike hard. So we'll go to Albion Park first. I've got two tips. First of all, race two, number seven, Simply Express. He's a young dog with plenty of upside. He's won two of his first four starts, both at Kapalaba in slick time. He only stepped fairly on debut at Albion Park, but mustered really hard before being taken um, off the track, exiting the first turn. He stuck on really well considering he was chasing a hot 29.83 winner of um, Duffman, who was best of the night. So it was a huge win and the people that took the odds on were never concerned. Um, so how do you hope inside steps left while City Steamer to his outside should step right. So I think you'll get the room to muster through, contest the lead and be hard enough to beat. And race five, number one, Dixie Gambles. Um, I have a little um, portion in this dog. Um, She's the second pup we ever bought. Um, mm-hmm. So we've had her since three months. She's lived at my place for a couple of days. So we'll be cheering her loudly. She has been a really good bitch for us. 29 wins from her 61 starts. She's recently stepped up to the 600 metres. She's just got run down late in the piece in both starts. Dog that runner down uh, the other week was Amendola. He came out last night and won a 700 metre race. So that just pretty much shows his strength. I think she's ready to peak here third up. She draws box one. The boxes two and seven are, are better dogs than her, faster dogs than her, but they're iffy beginners. I think she'll be off and gone and be a nice enough price, probably 4 or $5. So we'll back Dixie and cheer her home. Hobart, two bets. We'll run through these. Race three, number five, Sergeant Alf, ex-Victorian runner, has taken very well to Tasmania, has won two of his three races, including a dashing 1948 win here last week. He can offset a tricky draw of a quick beginning, and if he's close enough, he is good enough. And race eight, number seven, Ducati Roy returns to Tasmania after having a brilliant fortnight in Victoria. He won a heat of the Traugan Cup and then went on to run second in the final to unleash Kalinda. He's blessed with one of the sharper turns of foot across the nation and I think it'll be very hard to beat back on his home deck. Okay, outstanding. So we've got a huge night coming up on Saturday night as well. That'll be a lot of fun and then once that happens, we sort of roll on to other things. What, what, what races will we be looking to focus on after this Saturday night's out of the way. Yeah, well, the New South Wales leg will quickly kick back in. We've got a heat, a couple of heats with the Derby and the Oaks from Richmond, so we'll cover that next week. And also got the WA Group ones just around the corner, the Galaxy and the Perth Cup. So hopefully a few um, of the Southerners can make their way across and compete for good money in WA. Yeah, unreal. Um, so that's about it for today. We, we've got a nice little viewership building up, which we really appreciate. We had mentioned that we'd get guests back in, but we kind of decided that the best thing to do is punch out this show each week in a, in a pretty quick manner, keep it short and sharp and entertaining. And then we're going to bring guests in in a different way. We'll probably go and do some, make some vlogs or podcasts um, out on location stuff and have people from the greyhound industry in to do podcasts like we do in horse racing. I think that will probably work better. So that's that's where this is all heading. And, um, yeah, we, we hope you're all enjoying it. We're going to keep putting everything we've got into it each week. So um, spread the word if you like it. And other than that, I think that we're going to see you next week after an epic night of racing at the Meadows on Saturday night. All sweet. Hopefully no blood baths for favourite punters like myself. That's right. <laughs> up the punters, up the dance. See you next week. Imagine what you could be buying instead. For free and confidential support, call the number on the screen or visit the website.